Welcome everyone to the Equine Connection Podcast. Carrie Fulmick here, and I am so very excited to introduce our stunning and incredible, strong, this lady moves things in ways that you wouldn't imagine. Jane Hemingway Moore with Leading Edge Life Skills and is one of our instructors actually for the Equine Connection. But I definitely wanted to have a podcast with her because this woman, like I say, she shakes it, she moves it, and she just does it. It's always about the just doing it. And with horses and leadership skills, I wanted to, to share with all of us, what the heck is she doing and how is she changing lives in the leadership world? So welcome, Jane. Thanks, Kari. That was a lovely introduction. I'm blushing, even though you can't <laughs> see the podcast. <laughs> that's that's uh, very generous of you to say, but I've learned a lot of what I know from you, my mentor. So what? thank you. For that. Um, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I think that uh, being really that just doing it has been something I've had to make myself do and teach myself because, you know, I've got a bit of that uh, perfectionist streak in me, like a lot of us. And, you know, it's very easy to get stuck in the, well, it's not quite right yet, so I can't start. And I've learned that nothing happened, well, you know, the saying, you know, nothing nothing happens unless something moves. And so you've got to just start taking those first steps and you've got to try. And part of, um, well, part of leadership, but part of anything is trying and failing. If you try enough things, enough times you're going to fail as well. And it's kind of not being scared of that and just giving it a go. And um, Brene Brown quotes, um, now I don't know who she quotes. I should know that. But <laughs> it's, about, it's about the person in the arena. You can't judge. No one should judge you unless they're in the arena with you kind of thing. And I, I love it because we physically actually work in an arena. But, um, you know, you, you can't judge the man in the arena if you're not in there with them. So they're giving it a go. And I think that that's what moving a business or anything in life forward is all about, just trying. Because um, none of us have a magic formula. I think, you know, um, becoming certified through Equine Connection is almost like a magic formula, but it's not because, yes, we give people all the tools to start their own business and to take those steps forward. But unless they're actually doing it, still nothing's going to happen, even with the best tools in the world. So, um, yeah, I think that that's probably my biggest lesson in this. Um, that's absolutely huge for anything in life because yeah. we can't, I mean, it's so great to, yes, I do agree. We have to have the intention and we have to think about all these things. We've got to have our goals. All of those pieces are the components that make hopefully that movement happen. But people who just think it will just come, it, it just can't be, there's no business on this earth that just magically appears it's all of that just doing it, like you say, that trying, even though little Yoda says there's no such thing as try, there's only do. But in this try that you're saying, it's always try it because then you're doing it. And even when you fail at it, you have learned something from it. And then you try it again and you do it again. And boom, one time by cracky, you're going to have that success that comes along with it because you're making an effort in the world with the just do. Absolutely. And I think, well, that's key, what you just said too, about 
with every try and every do, you're learning along the way. And I think I actually, it's funny, I, I was um, speaking with two uh, clients yesterday and one had been to a recent um, workshop that we had and another one hadn't been uh, really for ages. And I, I said to I said to the one who hadn't been for ages, oh, you'd be surprised if you came along now, just how good we are at this stuff now. And I laughed. And um, yeah, it was funny, even just even just having dinner with these clients, um, examples kept coming up of what what it meant, like what EAL meant. And uh, I thought it was interesting because one of them said to me, oh, well, you know, I came to that particular workshop because I wanted to work on boundaries. I'm I'm I'm. I don't find that that's an easy thing for me to do to set boundaries. And I said, yeah, wasn't it interesting that that was the that was the piece that you wanted to work on and your horse, he kept kind of nudging and I physically nudged it with my hand and I said, and then, you know, you didn't set any boundaries so it got more and you just thought he was being playful and whatever. And then, um, and then she, then they all laugh because in the end I'm kind of shoving her because that's exactly <laughs> what horse did. And um, she laughed and she said, yes, you're right. And she said, but you know what? I think it was a little bit that I'm just so unfamiliar with horses and whatever. And I said to her, well, are there other big scary things in life that you're unfamiliar with and don't want to set boundaries? And she was like, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> like <laughs> That's that's the whole thing. The horse is very representative of other areas in your life. And I think that's what I find so powerful about it. But had I not practiced all these years, I couldn't think of those things. People would say to me, I'm a bit scared of horses. And, you know, I say, well, I knew what to say, like the horses, what's that represent for you? How does that come across in other areas in your life? But I know it. I just know it. I feel it now. I know it is true. It's not just a, I'm saying the lines. I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it again and again and again and how it works and how people carry over these lessons to their lives. And this in, this particular lady is a CEO, so it's not it's not like she's. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, none of you can see this, but I did something with my hands and we have fireworks galore. <laughs> Just like in Sydney, like that was amazing. It was hilarious. Oh dear. It was, I know what it I was did. double thumbs. Mine doesn't have it. I have to upgrade my, it's my Zoom. It's not great. I don't know what I do on this machine. I sometimes get balloons. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my God. Yes, it's but funny. that You said CEO, so it's kind of powerful that all of these, uh, whatever, fireworks went off because- CEO, that that's a huge leadership component that you're helping her with because she is running and managing a team. Yeah. And the power behind that, a true leader, is the power of what the company is going to obviously move forward into because exactly. of that leader. So that's huge. Yeah, that well, that's what I think. And that's one reason I got into the leadership sphere is I think that um, well, there are several reasons. One is that um, my that well, no, my my why in the whole thing is really that I want to really be a voice for animals, and I think that you know what better way to be a voice is is just often when you say if you put something out there and you just look like 
another animal lover kind of thing and you're advocating for animals and that's wonderful and I'm obviously for that. But I feel that if we can influence the leaders, people who are perceived as leaders in, in society and they're leading companies and they're leading communities or whatever it might be, and they see the power in animals and they're going to have a lot more respect for them. So through our beautiful horses, I think that that trickles down then that, wow, you know, I didn't know I could learn so much from an animal kind of thing. And um, it's humbling. Sorry. It's just it's humbling for them and it is powerful. And um, so that's a big part of my why that that I, I went into this area. Um, personally, I also love the challenge of it. And I love that um, helping people become the best versions of themselves. And I just think that um, even people at the top of their game have things to learn personally. So we, we say that the essence of what we do is self-awareness and um, we are, we're actually just uh, going in a collaboration with a company that is a leadership training company and they want to work kind of exclusively with us in a way. So we've got to see what that looks like and how that might, doesn't mean I can't do the trainings and things, Kari, by the way, just yeah. <laughs> um, they want to do the, the lead, a leadership piece with us and everything. And it's been so interesting speaking with them because they're coming at it from a really different angle. You know, they want to... They asked us, what is the essence of what you do? And we said, simultaneously, Alice and I said, without even looking at each other, we both said self-awareness. <laughs> and we think that the horse is just, oh, there are the fireworks again. <laughs> it is that. the um, We just believe that the horses are just an amazing gauge for people who are willing to listen, obviously through help with the facilitation of the of what's of happening of um it just they're just the most amazing gauge or I often call them a barometer kind of thing of where you're at um also an extension of that is then your self-awareness but then how you come across to others and therefore then that team dynamic and of course as we always say being a prey animal and a herd animal they're the two things it's the prey animal gives you so much awareness because they're aware of things sometimes in you before you're aware of them you know so it is response. true it's true yeah they read it before we're even aware of it so we must be giving something off whether it's our body language whether it's a, a pheromone or a you know yeah our heart or our blood pressure or something we give something away mm -hmm. and um so they really are amazing at um at that and that herd the herding instinct um is just incredible in that they want to make sure that the whole group is safe um they can want to keep themselves safe and the group safe so it's very those lessons that we can learn from that are amazing and if we're not a good team player um i'll put it in human terms you know if we're not the good team player then they're going to point that out to us um, they're going to respond in a way which um, we have to change something about our behaviour, our intention or something to fit back in with that group and be a part of that that herd, that group. And uh, I think that's the true essence of uh, what, for me, what um, EAL is all about. And um, 
it just comes up in everyday things all the time. I don't know. There's hardly a conversation I have with anyone where I don't want to be the crazy horse lady all the time, but I'm always just thinking the horses would show that. Mm-hmm. That's, I can think of an example where that's happened with the horses, I, you know, all, all the time. It's everything. So, yeah, it's been um, an incredible journey for me. So since, as you know, 2015 when you girls came to Australia and we did the initial training in Townsville, that was that was really life-changing for me. Um, and I'll be honest, when I first went in, I wasn't quite sure what to expect and I wasn't sure. I, I'm a lifelong learner, so I just loved taking courses. and But I love applying the knowledge too. It's not just about the course. But I thought, well, you know, I'll see what this is like and whatever. And I came away a changed person. And uh, we, we immediately put it into practice, as you know, as well. And on where I'm at now, I think that was really fundamental. Uh, we tried to be um, kind of everything to everybody. So we had uh, youth groups, we had corporate groups, we had women's groups, and we didn't have a consistent message. Mm-hmm. So today we also do, um, we also have some student groups coming, but we've made it that they are student leadership groups. So. I'm sure in Canada it's the same as here in Australia. The seniors of the school, they have a leadership cohort. Um, here they're often called prefects but, or, um, and they have sports captains and, you know, house captains and all that sort of thing. So they're like the senior students and that we've had some groups of those coming through. Um, but I've always said where it's still in the vein of leadership we're not going to be going down school holiday programs just for kids to have something fun and meaningful to do in their holidays and I'm not um of course I'm not um I'm not uh knocking anyone who does that and I've done that in the past as well but we're just keeping our messaging consistent and I think that I learned that too through trying to be everything to everybody and it just doesn't come across. So you'll get your occasional client, but then they don't, you're not speaking to them. Mm. So we know that horses, uh, they respond to the person, be that person, a, a student, a child, a, 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 you know, a person with um, maybe, you know, different abilities or whatever. They're not judging us on those things. They're just judging how we make them feel. So we know that, that EAL can work for all different demographics, but human beings like to feel spoken to and they like to feel heard. And so if you go to your clients, yeah, well, well it doesn't matter. You could bring your kids and da-da-da. You know, it's you've got to speak to the client. So, you know, I learned that um, also the hard way um, through uh, losing a couple of pictures to other EAL people, not necessarily other um, you know, equine wasn't equine connection people, but just other EAL people. And I wondered why when I thought that we were well experienced and qualified and um, all that in the, in the exactly what the client wanted. And that's when I had to really think about what's my messaging, um, who am I speaking to? And I had to really make a conscious effort to um, change the website. So we, we, our website addresses um, 
you know, executive leadership and um, team development and things like that. Um, specifically, uh, we we don't talk about, you know, um, uh, working with um, children and things like that. We do have the student leadership thing as a on our website, but it's not one of the main things. And again, the messaging is consistent throughout. And we talk about, um, we also talk uh, to groups like grad, new graduates and emerging leaders and talent and things like that. So that's all a, a consistent message. And um, so we changed the website. The other thing I did was I had a profile on LinkedIn, but I really just had my name there and I would share a couple of things and um, from other uh, sources and I would occasionally write a post, but I made a concerted effort to um, get all my ideas down on paper. Well, that's old fashioned, but, you know, um, blogging and write, write articles and write blogs and things and really show that I was uh, walking the talk. I wasn't just, um, I wasn't just saying I could do these things. I literally was writing down in great depth and detail um, all the lessons that we can learn through the work that we do. And the more you do it, the more ideas flow. And I don't know, I've got, well, actually I've got a draft of a book, but I don't know when I'm going to get around to actually getting it out there. But, you know, that's how much content I've got now. Um, and uh, my I had a business coach, Shelley Whitehouse, and uh, my husband's quite a good business coach as well. Um, and uh, they they both said, yeah, you've just got to be more specific to the to the uh, clientele and also uh, with the with the LinkedIn, uh, that's what my husband said. You know, if someone looks you up, they want to see that there's substance behind you. It's not just a picture and I do this kind of thing. So I've made a real thing about having a lot of content there. So if people look up, it's original content as well. So, yes, of course, I refer to um, studies and articles and other um, people not just in our field, but in, you know, in, um, in, in leadership and training and development and all that sort of thing. But there's content there. Um, so and some are pieces, some are like anecdotes, but uh, I think that that is really important. Absolutely. And I think that shows that you are an expert in the leadership field by showing what it is that you do on a regular basis. And also being in business, that is such smart advice you're actually throwing out there because you can't, that's business doesn't work that way. You do have to have a clear market in what it is that you are helping people with, because when we have too many balls in the air, like yep. you say, yeah, sure. We'll take them because I mean, to me, then yes. it's just about doing it for, for the money, but we got to have a passion that goes along with, the market that we are wanting to be a part of. And when we have that passion to help in that zone or that component or that area, that's when we shine through because it's showing that you are the expert because you continuously stay in that realm of the leadership. So kudos to you. And the, well, thank you. But also the other thing in that particular realm, and I'm sure it's the same in every other realm as well, but just to say one day, oh, I'm going to now do leadership. 
It doesn't work like that because you might get one client, you might get two clients, but you're not, unless you're really versed in what it's like to speak with that demographic, to get to the nitty gritty of what they want to achieve by coming to you, then you're not going to get repeat business. You're not going to get referrals from them. You're not going to get you great testimonials. Nope. So it's really important. For example, after this podcast, we have a call with a client. We were traveled interstate to a client a couple of weeks ago and we have a follow-up call. And that's another thing that we do. So it's not just, it's not just, oh yeah, that was a fun day out. This yeah. is, would you like, as a matter of course, would you like our insights into what we observed about the team? And this team leader is very excited to do that. She saw so much and would like our input as well. And she's bringing someone from HR as well. And so this is a big company. So we're kind of fingers crossed it leads to more. You never know. But um, either way, we, we feel that we have something really different to offer to clients. Then, um, and we're proud of that. I'm not saying that. You know, Alice and I are leadership coaches extraordinaire, full stop. We uh, we can offer this, which is a really different area and something that um, something that not many uh, training organizations offer. And so one of the key client groups that we work with are actually leadership coaches and trainers. And they have done all the stuff they can do in a classroom or, you know, that sort of thing. And they're looking for something really different, but with depth. And so, you know, it's funny. We, I feel confident enough to say to everyone, we can take this as deep as you like. We can literally, we have to gauge, you know this, Cara, you've got to gauge your clients. You can't let it get to that point of real frustration, but you can... But to make it a real benefit, you know, then the horses are always responding. And so there's always something going on. And even if, you know, as um, if your listeners know that, you know, in the form of EAL that we do is there are um, obstacles that the teams negotiate. even if it looks like it's going really smoothly, you know, what is it? Why is it going smoothly? What's yeah. happening? What can you learn about that? And um, usually, though, it does highlight when things are not going so smoothly. Um, and so there is absolutely always a parallel um, in there. There's always a lesson to be learned There's for the humans, Um and it's just I think that's another reason I really love this um, demographic because they've got to where they are because they want to excel in their jobs or their careers and they want to to do that they need to be more self-aware and they need to learn where their growth areas are and I think this is a real way to show it I think it shows it way better than just taking another test or psychometric test or having another human being tell you, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, like it's solid, it's substantial. They're they're doing it in the moment. They're using their hands, their mind, their 
their awareness of who they are, but then you've got all these other humans and force beings around you. You're just so there that all that incredible learning, as you said, with all those parallels transfer to their business, yeah. life, but not only their business life transfer to their own personal lives, because it can't, it can't be helped, but transfer into everything that you are, because yeah. that's what the horse actually made those well, did those teachings to help the human to be more aware of what's happening in their own lives. I always say that whatever's happening in the arena is happening in their own life, whether it yep. be at work or at play, that's yep. what's happening at, well, real life. Yeah, absolutely. And 100%. And I always say to people can't, um, people can't, <clears throat> um, really divorce themselves from their work person and their home person. You know, yes, we might put on a persona or a mask or a facade. We always say that and the horses see through that for work or different situations, but underneath it all, we're the one person. And so I think that that's what the horse really picks up on. And if we're brave enough to listen, we can learn so much about ourselves and it's just a, an amazingly enriching experience. So I can't think of a better thing to be doing. For me, it's a passion. It's not just a job. It's definitely not, as you say, it's too much hard work as well. You've got to love it. <laughs> yeah, it's just way too much hard work. So to to not be passionate about it. So yeah, but it absolutely, yeah, is um yeah, the most amazing job I think that you could ever do it's not really even a job in that way I, I so agree with you and life is too darn short not to do what you absolutely love to do agree so Jane now tell us just before we're ending here how can people find you like where are you on social media what's your website give us all the details oh thank you well our website is leading edge professional development .com.au because we're based in Australia. Um, we are on LinkedIn. So we've got Leading Edge Professional Development on LinkedIn, but also me, Jane Hemingway Moore. That's where I've got all my content. And um, we're on Facebook and we are on Instagram under Leading Edge and I think, and TikTok. <laughs> so there you go. We've got the whole, the whole plethora of stuff. I focus my energies on um, website content and LinkedIn and our beautiful um, our beautiful Alice concentrates on the other social media platforms. So, yeah. Perfect. So don't hesitate. Go look this amazing woman up. She is someone to me. I always say, don't try to do everything yourself. Look at those who are successful at doing what it is that they do with their passion and follow and take those advices to be able to be able to move forward. So thank you so very much, Jane Hemingway Moore, for joining us today. Thank you, Kari. And uh, as I said in the beginning, you are my mentor and I have a lot to thank you for, for this whole thing. I wouldn't be anywhere without you. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I so, so love this business. Look at us. Look at us, friends. <laughs> well, thank you, Jane. Okay. Bye.